Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. This just in. It's wrestling time. Hello, my name is Jay, joined as always by Troy. We're here for some wrestling news, and there's a fair bit this week to talk about. Um, so let's just get straight into it. If you've got any scoops for us that we can, you want to hear us talk about on the news podcast, you can find us over on Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter and Discord, Untitled Rest Pod. Um, got a really cool grown community over on Discord. It's fucking it awesome. Very, very fun. It's been very, very active this week as well. It's been going off this week. A lot of talk about AEW, a lot of talk about Raw, a lot of talk about Money in the Bank. Yeah. A lot of talk about a lot of things. Um, not just Which wrestling, we're talk about, about as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get go into it. So, starting off with an update on Jimmy Uso. Obviously, he was caught with um, he was caught driving under the influence um, and was arrested. Uh, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, Observer has said that nothing is happening within WWE regarding his punishment for his DUI arrest. The reason behind that apparently is what they have planned is too important. They don't want to screw that up and they're building, building to this main event angle include involving The Rock at WrestleMania next year. And Jimmy is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, WrestleMania is like six months away. Hmm. So I mean, you can't fucking suspend the idea for a month. No, it's, it's longer than that. Remember, it's April, isn't it? about 10 months away yeah but still i know what you mean like there's there this is the the biggest thing they're doing in terms of storyline and, and investment and jimmy's clearly an integral part of that so they could sh- get away with doing an angle to take him off tv though for a month mm. they they managed to do it in like and, and obviously it's not as big but they managed to do it in the past in all the feuds where like someone's got suspended yeah, and then they've written it in somehow. They've written them off TV for a month and just postponed whatever they were doing. Yeah, yeah. It isn't. It isn't immensely hard. It's not. Not. Like, I mean, for fuck's sake, they had Roman suspended. That's true. Yeah, when fucking he was, hell. When he was feuding that? for the fucking WWE title, they suspended Roman for a month. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like it going unpunished is a risky thing to be doing. Hmm. Unless they're going to give, just give them like a massive fine or something. So, yeah, I guess it sort of sets a precedence as well, doesn't it? If, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Gets away with it this time. What's going to stop them from getting away with it next time? Well, the thing is, is this is the fourth time. Third? I thought it was the third. fourth. No, I did some research. It was the oh, third. it is the third. Okay. Wow. Still, once it's is the bad second enough. time in two years, though. Yeah, yeah. Which well, shows he's not learned. Hopefully, he can get the hope that he needs to get. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one knows like, what do they do? They take him off TV with him being an integral part of the storyline, but then saying that there's ways they can get around it or do they just keep him on there? Then it comes across like they're just letting him get away with it, but we don't know if there's fine. this that near that? I don't know, but ah, we'll see. For me, it's a bit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, sticking with uh, Roman Reigns uh, and Jimmy and, uh, and whatnot, Paul Heyman will no longer co-host Talking Smack um, and Pat McAfee, uh, Pat McAfee uh, is acting as a permanent replacement according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. This is good news all round. We want Pat on everything I'm, all day. I mean, Heyman's amazing on Talking Smack. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's very good at kind of like getting under the skin of a lot of the baby faces when they bring them on. Mm. Um, however, Pat's just entertaining, isn't he? Infinitely he's, hilarious. He's, he's got charisma for days. I need Pat and Biggie all the time now. Mm. 
now that we've had <laughs> now that we've had them share of foot spas. <laughs> I, I need, so I need good. it all the time. So um, good. Yeah, that should. I, I watched Talk and Smack a lot anyway. I haven't watched it for a few weeks, but I usually try and tune in because they do a lot of like story that's development on there. Mm. Um, if it's if it's another thirty minutes of part in my life, I'm happy for it. I'm going to watch it more. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> moving on, PW Insider says WWE has paused all documentary work and scheduled premieres right uh, and scheduled premieres right now. Um, that's a shame. That I know the Netflix the... untold yeah. documentary got binned off, didn't it? Yeah. That's um, disappointing because I was really I looking was forward really to that. I excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and I know uh, the Kevin Nash and Stone Cold thing is going to be airing after Money in the Bank still. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, and the other thing as well, though, <clears throat> that uh, good old X-Pac mentioned that was that he's literally just done like some um, some like sit-down interviews for WWE um, in regards to a documentary on the SmackDown after 9-11. Oh, really? Obviously, it's the 20th anniversary this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing that maybe they're, like, they're trying to make this like a really big deal so Put they can win like, awards into that. for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But we shall see. Indeed. Yeah, man. Uh, moving on, it looks like WWE has apparently pushed uh, the draft back for uh, which was previously reported post SummerSlam dates. Uh, Matt Menz, Andrew Zarian, friend of the podcast, says that he was told October the first and fourth, or October the fourth and eighth, are the current options. I, I can't be asked of this draft nonsense. Just open it up; like it, it doesn't matter at this point. What, so just have it where people can just jump ship whenever they want? Well, no, not even just jump ship. Just because it's like that whole thing. It's like when it gets to like Survivor Series, doesn't it? And then we're suddenly meant to act like and pretend like, oh, these are two like massively think, competing brands. And it's just. I think the closer to Survivor Series they do it, the sillier it gets because it's like all of a sudden it's, really it's like, forced. oh, I, I, I was on SmackDown six weeks ago, but now I want to I want to destroy them. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Don't be um, daft. It's one of those things. I, I I enjoy the draft. I enjoy it a lot. I think the way they, they've been doing it in the previous years, where they do it like throughout the two nights. Yeah, yeah. They have um, matches throughout the night, and it, they, obviously they made the the first one like a huge deal. Mm. The last the last one they did was pretty good. Um, the one where they brought like where they had NXT guys and gals come up was good. Yeah, remember that. I think- they went to. They had them all kind of sat in the different dressing room stuff, and all the NXT guys kind of sat there in the performance center. Yeah, but, I, I get. I get the impression they're probably going to be doing um, that sort of thing again. Mm. I, I don't know. I I feel like after SummerSlam would have been a really good time to do it because they didn't really make many significant moves. No. In the last one. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's one of them. It is what it is. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I think it should be happening sooner rather than later because the product's like extremely stale right now. Mm. There's the shit growing on it. It's that fucking stale. <laughs> um, if if we do get NXT included in uh, said draft, who do you see coming up? I mean, there's the the couple of obvious ones which apparently they've had. Ronson on Reed and Karrion Cross are the two big ones, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Right from the women's side. Well, these seem to just be calling them up anyway. Like, just called up Tegan Knox and Shotty Blackheart. They've just uh, they've got a uh, Tony Storm coming up as well. Um, Aaliyah apparently is coming up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying to think who's not really doing anything like at the moment that they could just go. Oh, yeah, come. Yeah. Like, just I to... would have said EO, but then EO's just won the tag titles. Mm. So that... EO would have been a good shout. Had that not happened, EO would have been a really I'd... good shout. I'd really like to see the way on main roster, because I think they could do some cool stuff. But That'd at the same hilarious. time, I feel like they'd just get ruined. Mm. They'd, they'd be like a comedy job, a stale, stable, I think, on main roster, whereas they're like yeah. a comedy main event stay, stable in NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's a tough one. I'm not mm. too sure. We will could, see. Could, could be people from NXT UK though. Ooh. Hayley Ray's uh, not doing anything at the moment, is she? That's true. Big Daddy Walter. Let's see. Eventually, loses to Dragon off. Nah, he'll he'll never go to me. Not reckon. Nah, he likes living in Germany too much. <laughs> Gen- genuinely, he said that himself. He's like, I don't want to leave Germany, so I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to main roster because it'd be, be way too much trouble. <laughs> Fair Whereas enough. at least if he goes to like NXT for like one day of the week, or he goes to NXT UK for a day of like the month while they're doing the tapings, mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier for him. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Moving on, sources told Fightful Select that WWE creative has worked on plans for Sonya Deville's in-ring return, and at one point she was penciled in to compete in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, um, I would have preferred that over who they've added the last two days. Jesus wept. That'd have been <laughs> that'd have been pretty cool actually, because she's had this whole thing the last few weeks of just coming into the ring and just announcing who's come, who's who's the next person. Yeah, in. like she like just come in and just yeah said that's me. Felt like they were they were building that to like hey the final one we're gonna be me yeah. um yeah i'm not really feeling natty and tamina being in there nope out of the blue just gone out it, it it couldn't feel more like an afterthought if they tried it's not they couldn't be asked for this at all they didn't even announce it on tv they announced no. it on the website midweek crap and it's just like you could have had uh, you've got fans back you could have had a surprise return as the fucking eighth yeah. and they might do that they might have literally just put them there as placeholders so everyone's disappointed and then one of them gets attacked and replaced by like Becky Lynch or something like that mm. but at the same time it's a bit very deflating when they announce that if you don't care then we don't care exactly to, to quote Fred <laughs> um yeah, it's just that's disappointing, but we we may still get that. Uh, we'll see. But yes, it feels like Sonya Deville's in ring return is is fairly imminent, and I'm looking forward to her coming back for sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, PW Insider says that Mia Yim and Shane Thorne will be dropping their retribution names whenever they return to TV. R.I.P. Slapjack. If they return to TV. If they return to TV. <laughs> <laughs> I see Shane Thorne going back to NXT. Mia Yim. Well, Mia down. Yim was meant to be um, basically in the role that Liv Morgan's in now. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know if it's to do with what's going on with Keith Lee that she's not on TV. It's not really my place to speculate. But, yeah, it's... it's um, she's, she's so good. Like She's someone I really want to see back to wrestling yeah man wrestle for while, months while she wasn't like while she like when she was in NXT she wasn't really doing much don't say she wasn't doing much good but she wasn't really doing much she was just there she was just kind of like there she was like the fucking bump in the road for Shayna at one point yeah when Shayna was on that tearway like she was just beating everybody mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, she's still very good, yeah. And and I definitely want to see see her back to wrestling because when she got called up initially, I was like, okay, this could work. And then mm-hmm. it was like, oh no, she's in retribution. Never mind. But, <laughs> also, the women's division is still lacking. Yeah, and especially on SmackDown, like mm-hmm. they've added three new people, four new people if you include Zelina Vega, but they've still only got like. Of people there. Eight people on the whole the fact roster. That they, the fact on the SmackDown side, they've had to add the SmackDown, the uh, WWE Women's Tag Title holders into the Money in the Bank match. Into the match because they haven't got anyone. When you've got a perfectly good fucking medium just sat there and Caitlin doing nothing, mm-hmm. baffles me. Just um, saying. <laughs> yeah, or you know, surprise <clears> return. <throat> Speaking of returns, but not surprises because we know about it now. Fightful Select has said that John Cena will be making his return to WWE soon, possibly on the June July twenty third episode SmackDown. That was as that was penciled in as of the thirteenth of July. Obviously, plans do change. Mm -hmm. 
I'd like to see Cena back at this point. I think it'd be fun. I know a lot of people shit on WWE bringing back these kind of old heads uh, and people that are, I'm going to say past it, but just, you know, not allowing this new crop of young talent to flourish and grow and always bringing back in the, the kind of the, oh, well, the, the kids like them and are oh, they're a household name, but I've always got time for John Cena. And I think there's still plenty of compelling stories there to be told with him, whether he goes to Raw, SmackDown, whatever he challenges for, however he's used. He's amazing on the microphone. Um, he gets eyes on the product. It's a household name. I think it's cool. Yeah. I hope he um, comes back a shell of himself. Yeah. Coming out, uh, like I, crawling out from the pit I, of the Firefly Funhouse. I hope to build this up. At Money in the Bank, they show a vignette of Cena like breaking out of like the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, yeah. And then just like vignettes of him until like that SmackDown when like he just confronts just um confronts Roman Reigns. <laughs> yes. Give me what I want. Do it. Uh <clears throat> moving on. Russell Votes uh, has a source telling them WWE has some cool things planned for this weekend and to expect a surprise or two. Surprise return? Surprise well, we've got a surprise well, say be surprise set. It'll be a surprise return. We've got a surprise set, like a new set. Do you think we'll get the SmackDown fist back? Um, looking at what WrestleVote said before, no. Oh. Burns. Yeah. It's, oh. It sounds like it's similar to the WrestleMania 35 set with like that massive screen. Oh, okay. I mean, that was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously... There's rumours of a few people knocking about, which we'll get to in a bit. Indeed. Um, <clears throat> and obviously there's been people spotted at the Performance Centre training for a few a few slight returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. I think I think the set's definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, but as I say, that's probably going to be debuting tonight on SmackDown, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if we got a surprise return or two tonight on SmackDown. First one back in front of a crowd going hot. They're still like trying to sell tickets. Tonight it's going to be nuclear. Be electric. Yeah. It's like the, the reason why, part, well, part of the reason why AW the last two weeks has been so fucking good is because it's been in front of a full house. Mm-hmm. And like the crowd have been red hot because they're just excited to see wrestling again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think we'll get a few cool things. Yeah, man. Um, Looking forward to it. Yeah, some sad news now. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, passed away age 71 on July the 12th, 2021. Oh, man. Um, sad news. I know there was an article, a couple of pictures came out a few weeks ago um, that he was in uh, quite a state, bless him, uh, and, and didn't look good. So, yeah, really, really sad news. Terrible news. Yeah, very, very good wrestler. Um, mm. Apparently, I I haven't seen it for a while, but um, there was a video going around of like when he turned heel on Hogan. Okay, and like he was like hated for it. <laughs> I was like widely regarded as one of the best heels in of like of that era. So nice. I'm gonna have a look at that. But uh, yeah, he, he was very good. He, he was also um, will go down in wrestling folklore, obviously as being part of the WrestleMania one main events. Yeah. Um, him and Piper teaming up against Hogan and Mr. T. Uh, and, and also, he was the standing in case Andre wasn't going to be fit enough for WrestleMania 3. So, oh, really? A parallel universe, the main event of WrestleMania 3 is Paul Wondorf versus Hogan. <laughs> uh, he was, he was the, he was like apparently on call as the replacement up until that day because wow. they weren't sure about whether Andre was going to be in any fit, fit state to wrestle. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Thoughts with the family. Um, yeah, absolutely. Of Mr. Wonderful Paul Andor. Indeed. Um, moving on. <clears throat> Edge versus Seth Rollins is still the plan for SummerSlam. Edge mocking Rollins this week uh, on the episode of The Bump uh, was the latest reminder of that. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, Edge is wearing a subculture t shirt. 
Oh, I used to like you, Edge. What happened? Ed Roman makes him understand that money in the bank. <laughs> uh, but however, I am very, very excited for Edge versus Rollins. Very excited. Yeah. Oh, much us, much That will be a very, very fun match. Yes. And there's the story as well, because obviously when Edge was um, not long retired, they did the thing where Rollins threatened to break his neck so Cena would reinstate the authority. Yeah, yeah. Um, after just six weeks of that storyline going out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> WWE and their, their long-term booking. Love um, that. Well, this is actual long-term booking. It's like seven years. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, speaking of things WWE does all the time, uh, WWE is considering shortening Tegan Knox's name to simply Knox on the main roster, says PW Insider. No, um, stop they've it. Already, they've already took away Shotzi's black heart. Um, Mad. Don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. It's Vince, isn't it? It's, a, it's an absolute Vinceism. He just doesn't like. Like, is Keith Lee gonna come back? It's just Keith. He did it. With, he did it with Bobby Lashley uh, for a bit, didn't he? Where he was like, Bob. He took the bo- no, he just he just called him Lashley. Oh, it was just Lashley, like, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's just a trope of like a fucking backwards like ear, isn't it? Mm. Like. It's a trope of when WWE was like really fucking on the down and down. It's just like, yeah, this is this is shit. <laughs> uh, however, but it, another thing as well, though, it like I don't know about you, but this is my kind of view on it. It makes people feel less relatable. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they don't have a they don't have like a full name. No. there's that like persona the, around it. It's like just... it, I know, like Shotty Blackheart's not like a realistic name. But it's still like a name. Mm. It's still a first name and a surname. It's a character. Yeah, it, it's not. It, it's not like it, it, it's like because the, there's something that baffling, like Cesaro when he was called Antonio, Antonio Cesaro. Cesaro, and Neville when he was called Adrian Neville, and Rusev when he was called Alexander, Alexander Rusev. Rusev, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> yeah, but apparently, well, the Murphy one's the only one that makes sense because he said he said that that was his idea, oh, and okay. the way. He, the way he pitched it was that, like, as part of joining, like, Rollins' cult, that he was shedding part of himself. I see. But then okay. WWE didn't portray that on TV. They just renamed him Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa Ali. Yeah, but he got it back. I know he got it back, but, yeah. But, yeah, they did call mm. him Ali for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I just hate it. As I say, it really kind of dehumanizes the, the talents and... Yeah. Just weird. Very weird. Next up, according to PW Insider, Becky Lynch is scheduled to be at Money in the Bank this weekend, although whether or not she will appear on camera is unknown. I mean, Becky in the Bank. Becky in the Bank. There's been pictures of her for the last couple of weeks working out. and Looks incredible. Looks in an amazing shape. WWE are, are quite keen to share some of her previous matches and her last defense at money in the bank all over their Twitter and social media. She's, she's, she's coming back. Well, she, she's at least going to be on camera at some point. She's yeah. I want to, I want to return to be an absolute surprise. Yeah. I mean, because at this when, point it's not though. When is it? Because first, whoa, 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 it's the, the pop will be fucking ridiculous. Huge. Be like, it'll be like the glass breaking. Yeah. I, yeah. I I genuinely like. I I hope she's backstage at Money in the Bank this weekend, just as like, just just to be there. Mm. Just just they they can they can always kind of like with stuff like this they can. It it's almost like if they if they keep leaking it that oh yeah maybe she's just there to be with her husband. Mm. So when she does finally actually come back, it's like. Oh my God, it's Becky Lynch. <laughs> also, the thing is she had to give up her championship in front of no crowd as well. And she gave it up during the pandemic era. Like, Mate, Undertaker had to retire in front of no fucking crowd. Yeah. That, that's the, that's the that's, real fucking injustice. That's a, that's a kicker, isn't it? Fucking hell. I, I hope at Survivor Series they pull them out just to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Aaron, if, Aaron will be over the moon with that. 
<laughs> that being said, Raw's in Houston tonight. Oh, it is, isn't it? It is. It means SmackDown. That's what I said. SmackDown's in Houston tonight. <laughs> 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 but yeah, they're, they're, either way, they're, they're in Texas the next two days. It would not surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If uh, Spooky McEvil shows up. Big spooky mark. So have a, have a little goodbye. And um, yeah, speaking of uh, relics from the past coming back, <laughs> Fightful Selective reported that, that WWE appears to be pulling out all the stops for, for fans returning to shows. Fightful has learned that as of Thursday, WWE's plan was for Bill Goldberg to return on Monday's Raw and set up an eventual match with Bobby Lashley. Targeted for SummerSlam, Goldberg has his contract for two matches per year through next year. And this will be his second of 2021. As always, plans can change. Uh, and I hope they fucking I hope do. they fucking do. Actually, well, I, I put that thing on the Discord earlier. The only way I'd be happy if Goldberg wing it is if Riddle then wins money in the bank and just cashes in on him straight away. But it's not going to happen. Or Big E. Or E. Because Big E wants big, big sweaty men bumping meat. And he named Goldberg. Three matches Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> and he got he got that um, injustice up, thrown upon him by Matt Camp where he he put um, Biggie versus Goldberg on 2K20 and Goldberg squashed him <laughs> after kicking out with the big end fuck's sake so Biggie was <laughs> outraged by that yeah, yeah. good there ah uh, we'll see I mean if he's there to get people over the thing is like we were near enough convinced that he was taking off Drew at the Rumble this year and he Mm. didn't if he's there to put people over fine but he's not an active it's goldberg and nothing would surprise me if goldberg goldberg thinks wrestling's real (laughs) what like eddie kingston nah eddie Eddie kingston thinks it's real but eddie kingston still puts people over me that's true (laughs) um but the thing is, if he then go, if if this does happen and he goes against Lashley, um, and he loses, what's the point of Goldberg? So he's not a threat, is he? Has two championship matches in a year that he's lost. What's the point of him coming back if that's all he's there to do? Like, if he was an active person on the roster, which he's not, and he isn't going to be, like, as in a continued active person. It's as if WWE are a company that are really kind of creatively floundering right now, so they just keep going back to the same idea. <laughs> that, that, it's just speculation on my part mate but that's certainly <laughs> what it feels like it does a bit does I a mean bit. the other idea for me for me for SummerSlam which is basically this year's Mania mm. um, was Bobby Lashley uh, versus Brock wasn't it yeah and then Brock's too busy carving up meat with his man yeah he fucking is it looks like an absolute Viking Berserker does, doesn't he? Absolute big fan of that. Fucking I want yes Brock Lesnar to come back looking like Evil from Assassin's from Creed. From Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, me and you both. Start a faction with the Viking Raiders. <laughs> yes. Just them carving up meat and eating turkey. Like, <laughs> fucking amazing. Every week's a horde. Like, just them going off and I've, fucking. I've Shayna Baszler in there just because she's a Minnesota Vikings fan. <laughs> amazing. Ah, right. Well, speaking of things fresh uh, and and creative, creative changes, let's talk NXT and let's actually talk about something that's a bit fresh and creative uh, as them moving Aaliyah to Raw has apparently been under consideration for about a month or so, according to Fightful Select. Um, It was said that she'd made a good impression on officials during uh, that recent scouting trip that they did at the Performance Center, which I think was, was it Johnny Ace? Vince and Brother Love, Brother Love. Um, and um, Nick Khan. Nick Khan, yes, the guy that holds the purse that that controls the purse strings. The guy who has the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> um, yeah, this is cool. Like I was saying this on on our NXT review yesterday, which if you haven't listened to, is up on Spotify and Anchor and all those other streaming places. Um, was saying she's someone that's been there for fucking years and years and years and never seems to have caught a break and whether she's got it in ring or not is by the by because we know definitely that, improved 
she, oh, she's improved massively. Improved a lot recently. Yeah. Um, it's just nice to see something different, something fresh, someone being given the, 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 the time. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, it, it's, I, I, I know a lot of um, what was kind of been spoken about with the whole Vince um, calling people up and this whole trip is that Vince kind of felt like the main roster was getting a bit stale mm. and it needed a bit of an injection of like new talent into it. Yeah. And new talent is probably going to be getting pushed hard. The, the worrying thing is if he's going to do that, don't do what he did with like guys like Ricochet and Cedric and Alistair yeah. Black where he just loses interest after about four Six months, months and then goes yeah. and then they're fucking jobbing on main events to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost, it's almost as if he fucking keep if he keeps his attention on on like certain things that are doing well instead of get bored and go, nah. <laughs> then they won't show up in AW after 30 days instead of 90 and fucking kick Cody Rhodes' head off. Hey, da, 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 Or as I call them, Bay. Um, Bay. <laughs> the PW Insider is um, saying that Walter's injury is legitimate and not a work. So for those of you who don't know, um, we mentioned on our NXT UK review, which should be available about the same time as this podcast on um, Anchor as well. Uh, Walter and Ilya Dragunov 2 has been, they haven't said whether it's postponed or cancelled. Um, and apparently he has suffered a severe injury to his left hand. Uh, don't know what it is, mm. but hoping he's okay. It's him uh, chopping cinder blocks for a warm-up. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, e- either way, it's definitely um, definitely a big blow this one because Walter Versilia two was, oh, oh boy, oh. I've that, not that was exciting. The, the the match hasn't even happened yet, and I guarantee it will be in my top matches of the year, at least the second when half. When it happens, when it happens, yeah, agreed. Yeah, just wishing Walter a speedy recovery. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, while we're on the subject of injury news, actually, I forgot to put this in the notes. Uh, Bailey had successful knee surgery today. Ah, joyous! That's good. After t- tearing her ACL because of us bastard fans, <laughs> it's our fault. Our fault. She even put that on the picture, wasn't it? She was like, "This is your fault." Yeah, just, <laughs> you're about to come back, and then I get injured. This is on you. <laughs> Moving on, it was revealed by Fightful Select on Wednesday. Um, that July the 27th episode of NXT would air on sci-fi due to Olympic coverage. Um, and they've learned that the episode actually isn't slated to be live. NXT is planning a double taping next week with taping set for Tuesday the 20th and Wednesday the 21st respectively. Regulars in the crowd have been invited to participate in the audience for both upcoming shows, but the July 27th aired episode is not planned to be live. That makes sense. The Olympic coverage is going on for next month or so. AEW have a lot of the same stuff with the the basketball and the hockey as well. So, yeah, it's fine. Also, the Olympics is fucking awesome. Can he wait for the Olympics? AEW went head there with the basketball this weekend. Took fucking viewers off it. Did they? Yeah, they fucking smashed it, man. You sly dogs. Malika Kai Black's a drawery with the known. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but th- this this makes sense. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is with it being a pre-tape. Sometimes, like when they, there is a when there is a pre-tape, especially with like NXT and stuff like that, the second week can kind of almost feel a little bit like a breather until the next week. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's only it's only one taped episode, so it's not like yeah, so it doesn't happen often. Yeah, taped episodes always feel kind of like a bit lackluster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and finally for NXT, Johnny Gargano says that he's pitched a buddy cop movie with Samoa Joe. <laughs> oh boy! He said uh, he said to busted uh, busted open radio. Whenever Samoa Joe is is on TV, I think it's must see television. I, I agree. Yeah. That was my highlight of NXT this week for anyone who hasn't listened to the NXT podcast yet. A little spoiler for you. 
Samoa Joe, just every time he was on TV, was my highlight because he's great. Um, <laughs> he has this presence about him, especially in his current role. This is Gargano, by the way, not me. Um, especially in his current role, it gives him such a new dynamic to the show, to the show where he's able to go around and stop these fights and stop chaos and be this big enforcer that everyone's scared of. Especially for me, my character where I think Samoa Joe is my best friend. For me, going into the match, like, yeah, I'm my big buddy. So I'm like, yeah, my big buddy Samoa Joe. I pitched the buddy cop movie between me and Joe, which I think would be amazing. That's on the horn. <laughs> oh, mate, that'd be so I, funny. It so, was like when, so good. when Jericho and Owens were together and everyone and they pitched the buddy yeah. cop movie and it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. And everyone was just annoyed. <laughs> I, I really hope this happens. This, this was. If I had the money, I would fund this myself. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they're just Joe's brilliant. Joe can do some comedy stuff, but he's also just deadly serious as well. Johnny Gargano, we know how endlessly entertaining he is. So, yeah, that would get my money all day, every day. Joe, Joe could be like a crime boss in like an action show. Yeah. I mean, he's already <laughs> doing voice acting, isn't he? He's in a, Yeah, he's done a few games as well. He's, I was going to say, he was in the Game of Thrones Telltale game. Yeah. And he's um, he's voicing King Shark in the um, Suicide Squad game. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. So he's, he's done some bits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Should we talk about some AW? Yeah. Let's, let's do it. I've uh, got a couple of bits here. Firstly, Fightful uh, reporting that this past weekend, Brian Pillman would be full-time with AEW after his MLW deal had ended but he's not the only one. AEW sources have confirmed to Fightful Select that Griff Garrison has also signed a full-time contract with All Elite Wrestling. They added to that, the move was expected by most within the company, but one person high up in AEW told us they wanted to do their best to match up the full-time deals as far as dates go. Both Pillman and Garrison were on tiered uh, tiered deals prior to this, but it was considered a foregone conclusion that they both get full-time contracts. That's great news. To be fair, until this week, I didn't realise that they weren't signed full-time with AEW. I knew, I knew the Pillman wasn't because of his MLW deal. Mm. I didn't know when his MLW deal expired, but I knew he wasn't. I'm surprised that Griff Garrison wasn't already signed. Yeah. Um, and they just offered Pillman like a contract that matched up with his. Um, Varsity Blondes are awesome. They're really good tag yeah. team. Yeah, they They're are. both very young and their music absolutely slaps. Nice. Um, no news on whether they've signed Julia Hart to a contract as well. Obviously, she's like oh, kind yeah. of the third member of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Varsity Blondes, I, th- I see big things in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Pillman Jr., just on his own, is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's been having some awesome like single matches. He had that match against Miro. He had um, a few other bits and bobs. Um, I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah. Currently feuding with the acclaimed. So already, that says already, a lot. Already, yeah. Um, <laughs> this AEW news this week's very AEW dark heavy, I've just realised. It uh, is. <laughs> there's, there's not really much going on AEW news-wise other than other than this um, and what you see on TV, which we cover on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this is, this is a cool little tidbit, though. The first person to ever appear simultaneously on an, a broadcast of WWE and AEW all at the same time <laughs> is Kelsey Heather. She pulled double duty on July the 12th. Uh, she appeared in a match on AEW Dark Elevation competing against Layla Hirsch. She was also on Raw as one of Bobby Lashley's ladies. Mad. She's done a Rick Rude there. Done a Rick Rude. Done a Rick Rude. She even <laughs> shaved the moustache off for Raw. Um, <laughs> but yeah this, this is this is very cool um, yeah it's going to be like a trivia point isn't it for mm-hmm. for when when we get the uh, Monday Night Wars documentary um, <laughs> or the Wednesday Night Wars documentary when Tony Khan uh, says to his dad I now own WWE <laughs> <laughs> on the sign look at when Shag Khan gets involved <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just call it Cool little tip, but I thought that was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, last bit for AW, and it's a biggie, uh, as in is in wordy. It's, it's not. It's not a biggie. It's TNT, mate. Uh, uh, TNT revealed that they'll be returning to AEW in August. 
while speaking to Sunset, Sunset Flip Radio, easy for me to say, they gave an insight into some of their extra work they'd done. They've said, over the coronavirus, it gave a lot of people opportunities. Dark is something that happened as the virus happened, and they want uh, and they had to locate in Jacksonville. So some good came of that. We were doing extra work with WWE and AEW that, at that time. We were doing retribution stuff and raw underground stuff. We had a tryout with WWE and then went to a over to AEW. We were just trying to get opportunities anywhere we could. Our experience at AEW has been really cool because WWE extra work, you're able to do stuff, but it's limited and you don't always get matches. Sometimes you're in the background or you do security with AEW. You're a little more involved because you get to do matches and wrestle their top talent. That was cool. We got to wrestle pretty much all the top team, uh, top tag teams, except private party. We go with AEW as each week goes. As of right now, we are not contracted to them fully, but we're still doing extra work and coming back in August. Uh, AEW is set to return to Daly's place again on August 4th. So for those that don't know, TNT are um, Devon Dudley's sons. Is it Terrence and Terrell? Terrence and Terrell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I follow him a little bit on Instagram. Um, like they're they look good when they were on dark. Yeah, yeah. I've seen one or two bits from. Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I assumed they were going to sign with WWE just with Devon being uh, is it producer? Is there? Mm, yeah, but then it, it's it's interesting. They said they had the tryout though, and then went over to AW. Yeah, there's a couple of people who've been doing that recently. Like Wheelie Utah is a big one where. Mm-hmm. He had the trial with WWE, and I he was he was someone where I was like, yeah, he's perfect for WWE. They'll definitely sign him. Yeah. And then now he's wrestling on Dynamite this week against Sammy Sammy Guevara. It's like, <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, picking up wins on AEW. Dar, what a guy, what we'll use it. Um, but yeah, that was a that's the AEW stuff out of the way. Should we get to the the rest of the world, mate? Let's do it, mate. So, um. The Wrestling Observer notes that Impact Wrestling is looking to move its television tapings to Las Vegas in front of live fans later this year. Um, they've currently been recording in Nashville, which is where they're, they're like HQ's based. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I know, who was it? I think it would have been 2018, 2019. They did like a lot of their taping out of a place called Samstown in Las Vegas. Right. Uh, they did like a pay-per-view there and then they did a few like months of taping afterwards. So uh-huh. that might indicate that they're doing something like Bound for Glory there as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, Impact's putting out some, some fairly decent stuff. I will. Impact, they're on the up and up at the moment. Man. Yeah, man. I'll, uh, I'll be keeping a little bit of a closer eye on things of them. Uh, of course, it's. Are you going to watch Slammiversary tomorrow? Slammiversary this weekend, tomorrow. Uh, I think I might do. I think, I think I, I might, might do. do. Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. They've also, which again, I haven't put in the news here, but it was because it broke like pretty much just before we were here about to record and mm. I couldn't be bothered, hadn't it? Uh, apparently they're also making a major play for Buddy Murphy. Oh. Who would probably be a top guy in there, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Fuck, absolutely. Best battle machine, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, moving on. Post Wrestling reports that Chris Spradlin, a.k.a. Chris Hero, was backstage at Ring of Honor's Best in the World. Sources told them that he was working as an agent on the show. That's nice. I like Chris Hero. He's, he's got a great mind for the business as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, wrestling historian, really good wrestler. Yeah. And he's got a lot of history with Ring of Honor, so it's quite cool that they bring him mm-hmm. in in that role. Maybe have him wrestle. Maybe. I've missed him wrestling. Yeah. A little bit of death by elbow. That would be nice. Death by elbow. A bit of death by elbow (laughs) for the boys. Um, But yeah, uh, I I think he's been teasing some big things recently. recently. So I'm assuming that was one of them. Obviously, Mm -hmm. um, he got released in the... um, the, Last year, was it Black Wednesday? Black Wednesday releases last year, yeah. Um. And he, he hadn't done anything all year. Hmm. He's also um, one of the people who brought in uh, the British rounds matches into NXT UK. Oh, okay. So 
yeah, that was that was his input. So nice. always loving for that. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, um, moving on. This is a big one. On May 21st, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer reported that Mike Speedball Mike Bailey and WWE were working on a deal. WWE was reportedly working on getting Bailey's visa issues resolved first. In an interview with Liam Alexander-Stewart of Inside the Ropes, Bailey clarified his current contract status, saying, <clears throat> some easy on this, I mean, I am very focused on long-term goals, and I am still not signed anywhere right now, if that's the question, he said. Of course, I'm not specifically goal-orientated. I will take whatever opportunities arise and go with it. I have a long-term goal with wrestling, which is to to become a millionaire and share my passion and teach a good, objectively fun, replicable version of wrestling to as many people as possible. But there are many steps between myself and that. One of them being, not many people can do what Speedball Mike Bailey can fucking do. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a witch. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll get there by whatever way makes the most sense. Uh, when I have anything to confirm or deny, I won't do it on my Twitch channel. Um, <laughs> just a little bit of a... Um, kind of update on Speedball Mike Bailey uh, there because obviously he um, was banned from the USA for five years after being stopped trying to enter the country to work a show for Evolve in March 2016. Bailey attempted to get work, a work visa through CZW but like a lot of things didn't come to be. Mm -hmm. um, he'd remained active over the last five years working. Thankfully for us, he was working all over the UK all the time. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also shown up. He's shown up in promotions such as WXW, Ref Pro Wrestling, OTT Progress, and more. He's also worked on international shows for Ring of Honor, and he last wrestled in September 2010 20 in Canada. Um, yeah, his his um, his ban came up in March, I believe. Okay, I'm genuinely surprised he hasn't shown up on some form of AEW show. Obviously, me, Big Tasty, and Aaron have all kind of been wherever there's a mystery man in a match. I mean, the last of, few pay-per-views, you're just like, yep, Speedball. Big, big Tasty, every time it's going to be Speedball, Mike Bailey. He's trying to will this into existence because he wants to see Mike Bailey against like Kenny Omega and some of the guys like that. Um, <laughs> for anyone who hasn't seen him, you just need to look up. Like, I He put a video on his Twitter, I think it might be his pinned tweet, saying, like, I'm... And back or something like that. It was just to announce that his ban was officially up. Right. And it was just like a highlight reel of what he's capable of. And he's phenomenal. He's an incredible wrestler. He can does all the flippy stuff. He's a martial artist, so he can do all that kind of stuff too. He is just it he, he's a sight to behold. And he'd be a he'd be an asset to any company he's in. Um and I can't wait to see him wrestle again. Sweet. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. Someone else who I'm looking forward to seeing wrestle again. Uh, WXW announced that Alexander Wolf will be part of their 20th anniversary show at the Congress Centrum Oberhausen. Uh, the vignette showed Wolf lacing his boots and training for his upcoming return to the promotion. Yes, boy. What's weird about that is that WXW are aligned with WWE. WWE, yeah. They're like a sort of feeder system, aren't they? So I wonder if they're actually going to have him under the name Alexander Wolf or if he's going to be going by Axel Tisha. Axel Tisha. Uh, I don't know if they're a feeder system as such. I mean, it's co-owned by Volta. Yeah. So that definitely helps. He's like that yeah. on the head trainers there. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know uh, uh, Teoman and Ilya are part of it as well. Mm -hmm. They still sporadically appear. Um, And I think Amel is still a women's champion. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they they're kind of the reason why there's a lot of sort of um, European talent trickling into NXT UK at the moment. A lot of these right. like French and German wrestlers that we're seeing debut for NXT UK this year are from WXW. Um, yeah, I, I mean Alexander Wolf, Axel Tischer, it doesn't matter. He's still a phenomenal wrestler, and he'll still have some fucking awesome matches. Mm. And it's nice that he's allowed to do the 20th anniversary show. I, I know. While he was on SmackDown, they allowed him to appear at the 15th anniversary show. That's cool. As a, as a surprise, he, did, he didn't wrestle, but he cut a promo. Nice. Um, uh, you are right. Amal is still the WXW Women's Champion. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, speaking of women's wrestling, 
The National Wrestling Alliance held a press conference on Tuesday, the 13th of July in St. Louis to promote, or St. Louis as they call it in America, the weirdos. Um, <laughs> not, not to just, you know, completely disillusion all our, all our um, <laughs> listeners there, um, to promote the, the upcoming NWA Empower and NWA 73 events on August the 28th and August the 29th, respectively. Nice. During the press conference, Mickey James announced that um, NWA will hold the first ever NWA Women's Invitational. James mentioned that the promotion is looking for the top women in the industry, the up-and-coming women, the rising talent that we will see in the fu- and the, as future prospects of the women in the industry. The winner of the tournament will face the NWA Women's Champion at NWA 73, Camille is currently the reigning NWA Women's Champion. James also stated that the tournament will be an annual event, uh, and Tootie Lynn was named as the first participant for the tournament. Uh, awesome. Thank you for Fightful for transcribing all that for us. Ruby Soho, anyone? As an entrant? It's, it's, I mean, they, they granted early... Um, early releases. They, they granted early, like things we'll, we'll be talking about that in a bit uh of like early releases from the 90 days and joe biden's trying to abolish non-compete clauses in america as well really yeah so there's every possibility I'd, it's literally three or four days before her thing comes up so i imagine wwe probably Ooh. they probably welcome that mm. hopefully you'd think yeah. but then it's wwe and the petty bastards and after <laughs> After Malachi Black, I think there might be some problems with people getting early releases. <laughs> you think? <laughs> after after that and the impact that's had on the wrestling industry, I think maybe not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I don't know who Tootie Lynn is. Um, no. I know that uh, NWA since the like relaunch, as well as having like kind of stalwarts like Thunder Rosa and uh, Serena Deeb and Kylie Ray yeah. debut for them um, working for them uh, they've, and Melina as well another big big one mm-hmm. uh, they've also got like a lot of sort of up and coming talent that we don't really know about um, on like a grander stage uh, there's a lot of talent who come from uh, Mission Pro Wrestling which is Thunder Rosa's uh, promotion okay. they also there's a lot of really good women's talent that have gone from there to AEW as well. So, I mean, Thunder Rose is probably going to be playing a big old part in the recruitment of people for that. Yeah. 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 Nice. I think Britt Baker should show up. That's just me. Oh, that'd be nice. Or if, if Mr. Khan doesn't want to let uh, Britt Baker, maybe, you know, just fucking use the other one. Um, that would be nice. Red Velvet would be quite good because she doesn't get much exposure. Mm-hmm. Or just have Jade Cargo come and murder everybody. Just Brock Lesnar the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> she's that bitch. <laughs> uh, speaking of tournaments, uh, Ring of Honor announced that Death Before Dishonor will be held on Sunday, September the 12th from Lakeland, Florida. The event will feature the finals of the Ring of Honor Women's Title Tournament. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Ring of Honor have been putting out, like, they've been really flying under the radar because they were putting out shit for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, since since they came back during the pandemic, they've been putting out some stellar stuff. I mean, yeah. Jonathan Gresham has been doing a lot of work behind the scenes there. Um, I know Maria Canales is very uh, hands on with the women, the running of the women's division in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm. Just look very excited, very very excited for what they've got to offer. Um, yeah. Also, September the twelfth, not long after um, a lot after like all the release clauses have finally mm-hmm. come, to, which is fitting because Fightful have actually been speaking about free agents coming into Ring of Honor, saying the free agent market has been flooded with talent over the past fourteen months, but the last few months have seen some high quality talent available. We've mentioned that Impact Wrestling have been aggressive and already reached out to several free agents, which saw come to fruition, which we saw come to fruition with Steve Macklin. But in addition to Impact, I'm told Ring of Honor has reached out to multiple recent WWE releases with a deal in place for one to come into the company imminently. Um, we've also heard of them reaching out to talent for their revamped women's division. 
and are told that Ring of Honor has at least one surprise in store over the next week. That surprise was Chelsea Green, who debuted the best in the world on Sunday. <laughs> I'd like to see Buddy Murphy there. Yeah. Someone who we've kind of, we've named up the, a fair bit in this like news video because he's awesome. Um, I think he'd have some phenomenal work with like, especially like given the fact there's a lot of like guys who do like the Lucha style there. Mm. And he's like very hard hitting, but also very, very quick. Um, mm. I'd, I'd enjoy a little bit of Buddy Murphy for the boys. Yeah, man. But I'll enjoy him wherever he Anywhere. goes. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm going to follow him wherever he goes. I'm looking forward to that match. He's going to have with Brian Cage as well. And the hot yes. fight. Oh, oh. But yeah, yes. any any um anyone you can see from those releases rocking up there? Uh what in Ring of Honor? In ROH, yeah. I would say the iconics, but I feel like they might be better in impact. impact I feel like be they're very up. likely to go to impact. Yeah. Just because their their women's tag division is better and better. Um Again, I keep saying Ruby Soho, maybe. I think she'd be a good fit. I think for, for Ring of Honor, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be my pick. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, do you want to take this next bit? Because it kind of tails off the back end of that anyway, I guess. Yeah. Well, I deliberately put three Ring of Honor ones together. Ha. Huh. See there, because I'm smart. Because I'm smart like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I can do you. Yeah. Uh, in regards to Chelsea Green, Fightful have said that Chelsea Green popped up on Ring of Honor programming um, and we've already learned a bit of information on the deal. We're told the agreement was put in place well over a month ago and she had to get WWE clearance to do the spot before her 90-day non-compete clause was up. Green is slated to appear on ROH tapings in a commentary position as well, but we're told she does not have a contract with the company at this point. She's a, she's a get wherever she goes. She'd, she'd been talking quite, like, she basically, like, gave Ring of Honor, Honor like, a come and get me call. Like, uh, she said in interviews, the only company she had, major company in the US she hadn't worked for was Ring of Honor. I mean, mm. she hasn't worked for AW, but she worked, she was on All In, so I suppose it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, and she's probably going to show up in AW as well, let's be honest. Mm. I think, yeah, she's a get wherever she goes. She's awesome. Um, yeah. She's just just a very good wrestler. And mm-hmm. um I think commentary is an interesting one because they've already got like a really good commentary team in Ring of yeah. Honor. Yeah. Like they have uh, Ian Riccoboni, who's one of the one of the really underrated play by play guys, in my opinion, in mm-hmm. all the wrestling. Um Caprice Coleman's a really, really good guy, uh, commentator as well. And they've also got Brian Zane from wrestling with regret on commentary every now and again. Oh no way. And when he's not doing it, they've got Danhausen, so you know they aren't fucking around. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> yeah. Amazing. But yeah, I think she, I think Chelsea will be good for the women's um, commentating the women's matches in particular because she can kind of like play into play it into like scouting the talent, the ta- uh, scouting the talent in the tournament while mm-hmm. she's recovering from a wrist injury, yeah, yeah, or like a wrist surgery to recover from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, should should be a. I'm de- I'm definitely like as I say, Ring of Honor is like really on the up at the moment. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, and finally, rest of the world news, uh, and to wrap up this week's news, Conan introduced uh, Rivera, formerly uh, known as Danny Limelight, Slice Boogie, and Julius Smokes as new members of LAX. Fightful Select have given uh, an update on the new LAX faction who debuted in MLW. For those wondering how MLW is able to use the LAX name, we're told that Conan went to Impact directly out of respect for them to let them know that he'd be using a new version of LAX in MLW. According to MLW sources, Impact seemed okay with it and the Impact office was easy to work with in that regard. We've spoken to Impact about this directly, but Impact sources over the past couple of weeks have put over how well most companies are working together right now. There are possibilities more names could be added to LAX in the future as well. Good That's to see a good to see friend of the podcast, Danny Lamb, like getting a bit of a yeah man, bit of, bit of a bigger sort of uh, showcase. Obviously, been wrestling in AEW. Um, they hadn't offered him a full time deal. 
got off with one in MLW and he's jumped on it. Um, Why not? Apparently that was like an, an amicable departure as well between the two. It wasn't like wasn't like yeah. him stabbing anyone in the back. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. best of luck to him. Yeah, hope to hope to work with him again when we can. Yeah. Um, this is cool that we're seeing all these companies working together. Though, like, yeah, man. And, and I remember Impact. Um, oh god, it was it. It was while Matt Hardy was trying to get like the rights to the Broken Universe, obviously because mm. he wanted to do it WWE, and that part of it was them kind of turning around and going, you know what? Like it benefits the fans if we allow yeah. that. And then also people are more inclined to then go look up what they've done previously as that character. So yeah. they'll look at us yeah. um, and they see it as a win-win position. Imagine that the company seeing that. <laughs> Imagine, uh, that. Imagine that. Crazy. That. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's cool. Um, MLW again another company that I'm really excited to see what they've got they're going to bring to the table Battle Riot mm. happened last weekend but it doesn't air until the 24th on YouTube yeah um, it's going to be free on YouTube which is mental if they're putting a pay-per-view on free on YouTube um, so I'll be checking that out for sure especially because uh, Sage the Duran is going to be the new uh, aka Dario Cueto is yes. going to be the new um, head booker of MLW on TV nice Uh but yeah, it, this this is cool. Um, uh, MLW's roster at the moment is fucking insane. Yeah, like, man. Some of the some of the sort of unknown and up and coming talent, or like even like a few dark horse like people to be like top guys in a, any company, mm-hmm. where you where you wouldn't think it until you see them and then go, oh yeah, they're good. Jacob um, Fatu, fucking yeah. what's it, is it? Uh, I think he's it Hammerstone. Is that his name? Alexander Hammerstone, yeah. That's it, yeah. Absolute unit. <laughs> looks like yeah. looks like current Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he does, he does. <laughs> it, him, and, him and Brock Lesnar could do dad and lad. Um, dad and lad! <laughs> the, Le- the Lesnar boys. Um, <laughs> yeah, he really he, he looks like Brock Jr., to, to be sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that, that's before you go into, like, guys who just signed, like, Ares and um, mm-hmm. Ares and uh, they're like, Aramis and uh, Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Davy Richards is always good wherever yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're, they're really, really exciting company to kind of go and watch. Uh, I'm, as I say, I'm, I, I was kind of picking them up before they went on the little break. I'm going to try and stick with them now mm-hmm. once they come back in a few weeks uh, yeah. to YouTube because it might as well. The only, yeah, the only problem is on YouTube, it's like, I can't remember if it's either just before or it's like head to head with Dynamite, Ooh. which is where it's like a problem. It's like, come on, lads. Yeah. Come on, lads, play the game. Come on. Because <laughs> in America, the air on a Saturday, we get it on a Wednesday. So it's like, bastards. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, very, very exciting time to be a wrestling fan, especially companies that aren't WWE and AEW. Wanting to work together. No, there wasn't even any New Japan talk this week either. Nothing. 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 Although, okay, no. I'm sure next week's news when we're covering Slammiversary, there's going to be a fucking lot to talk about. Yes, boy. If if it's really big, we might end up having to do a review for it. <laughs> um, but that remains fucking to be, be a first time ever, wouldn't it? It would. First time ever. WWE or AW either, because we didn't do one for Wrestle Kingdom in the end, did we? No, we just watch, watch along. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, either way, um, very exciting time. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll be watching Slammiversary, possibly live. Um, prob- we won't be doing a watch along, but we will be chatting about it on Discord. Mm-hmm. If you want to join us over on Discord in our awesome, grown community, you just need to look up Untitled Rest Pod. Um, you can also follow us at Twitter there as well, at Untitled Rest Pod and Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Podcast. But yeah, that's been all the weekly news. Thank you very much for persevering with us. There was a lot to get through today. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out toprobrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. 
They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out toprobrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to test out your cancer charities. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. 